This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Music means one thing and one thing only. The Bills and the Steelers are underway in western New York. Also, Will Brinson will join us on the show in a moment. Uh, Jason Sobel will join us in the Power Hour final hour of the show, giving us golf bets for the American Express. All our bets for the Eagles and the Bucks coming up in the final hour, Power Hour of the show. We will get to look-ahead markets for Divisional Weekend coming up to start hour number three. And the market that we do know for sure, that is the Niners and the Packers on Saturday from the Bay Area. Drew Dinsick, the whale capper from NBC Sports, also stops by next hour. But joining us right now, during an NFL playoff game, no less, we really appreciate that, is our good buddy Will Brinson from CBS Sports, host of the Pick 6 podcast. You can follow him on Twitter, at Will Brinson. Buddy, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Nick and Ken, how's it going? Not bad. Bills and the Steelers playing um, awesome, you know, scenes from around the internet, um, you know, with the snow in the stands, a bunch of Yenzas stomping through piles of snow to get through their seats. You can say Yenzers, right? Just the like slow, casual way that you're giving this. It's just lots of, you know, Yenzas. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, look, it's on Paramount Plus, streaming on Paramount Plus and on CBS Sports. Oh, it's okay. fantastic. Oh wow, that's uh, delightful. What uh, what are you sweating during this game? Just because, and people who are watching on stadium, you'll see Nick and I both like look up occasionally. That's that's where our TVs are located, and we're we're just trying to watch the game so we can like tell you what's happening and provide analysis while the game's going on. What are what will you be sweating during this game? Will uh, I got a bunch of DFS action that I'm doing pretty good in. Um, got some FFPC stuff. That's looking eh, not great, um, just because of some of the first two-day choices I made. And uh, I got the Bills and the under, the under being a bad number that I got in a uh, in a pool. It's like one of those pools where it's like you get a 1,000 shares and you can wager them on whatever you want. And I lost it all on the Rams' money line last night anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, Thanks no. Yeah, uh, I should have taken the three. I don't know what I was thinking. How does it feel? Uh, knowing that Matthew Stafford won't make the Hall of Fame now because the Rams lost last night to Jared Goff. Well, what's interesting is that loss. And by the way, like, uh, I mean, true, your your pathetic troll job attempts aside, um, I, I do think that both guys played, both quarterbacks, Goff and Stafford, played so freaking well in that game. Like, the, I mean, really, and, and you know, you could point out McVay's timeout usage in the second half being a problem, but that's just a thing he does. Like, I mean, if you got an issue with it, you just, you know, that's fine. But that means you just have an issue with Sean McVay. That's just how he operates. He doesn't like to give up the delay of games. Uh, and, and then certainly the punt at the end was uh, questionable as hell. But overall, I thought that, you know, both aside from the Rams sort of struggling in the red zone, it's just a great playoff game. Somebody has to lose. Somebody has to win. Somebody has to lose. Came down to a one-score game and – uh, you know, I, I thought it was I thought it was the most entertaining game so far. Um, but I, I do think McVeigh's comments afterwards, Nick, saying you know that this team really reinvigorated him and uh, and, and mm. saved his soul, or so to speak, 
Um, maybe maybe hints to the fact that he and Stafford. That they, I I don't think there's any question that they run it back next year. I think that maybe it was a question coming into the season if they had a really bad year. It reinvigorated me too. I didn't have to uh, didn't have to PayPal anybody any money to, today. That was really great. Thank, thanks, thanks, Rams. Appreciate that. Uh, how well, did, what, what well, how did that work? What, Good winner. Oh. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. The winner. Oh, today's of- Monday. Right, 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 right. Never mind. Never mind. Gotcha. Carry on. It's a it's, it's a holiday. <laughs> Doesn't mean everything's closed. That's right. That's the right way to probably put that. Uh, but some there things are closed. My kids are home from school. Uh, the winner of tonight's mm-hmm. game will, will go to Detroit as a result of that result last night. Do you have a strong opinion on Eagles Bucks? We'll call it three with a total in the low 40s even like what kind of game you see i think it's uh ooh, a little bit of a maybe more ooh. of a shootout than um than people anticipate i think baker mayfield plays really well i, I do worry a little bit that and i don't I, maybe i'm maybe i'm gauging this wrong i mean it felt like we'd gotten to the point where everyone was sort of on the rams and everyone you know, like we saw, I think we saw like ESP, NFL Live, everyone picked the Rams and NFL Network, everyone wanted to pick the Rams, but then they'd gotten torched by the Browns at the Texans game. So some of them picked the Lions just to be nice. Um, this, you know, it feels like everybody's on the Bucks. Am I, am I crazy there? Feels like everybody's kind of on the Bucks, like the Eagles are just sort of toast. And like that scares Eagles. me a little bit. Okay. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying that I've seen some sharp people. I mean, and, and, and then you, Nick, um, on the on the Eagles, you That's know, funny. minus minus the three on the road. Uh, but I think in general, you're welcome. I think in general, it feels like like I don't know. Is, is, it feels like to me like the general narrative is the Eagles are toast. Everyone's hurt. AJ Brown is out. They've been terrible lately. The Bucks are going to find a way to win, which scares me a little bit. But I, I like I like the Buccaneers to uh, to win in a kind of a semi shootout and to advance. All right, so Bucks and the over for Will Brinson tonight on Monday yeah. Night Football. You better you bet with Nick Mike and Ken Evans, here on a Monday. Big game. Big yeah, game. Oh, big his, game Mike Evans. His, We've heard that a lot. His, We've had a lot of that. His receiving yards prop tonight is 66 and a half, which like I think if Baker Mayfield were 100% healthy, he would be and look, he could still go over obviously. Just like if Baker gets knocked out of the game or he can't finish, here's Kyle Trask. I think it's like a total disaster, but I mean if Baker's mm. going to play the whole game, you would think Evans is going to go over against his trash Eagles secondary and trash Eagles defense with their trash defensive coordinator Matt Patricia. Uh Will Brinson Matt our Patricia. guest from CBS Sports on Twitter, yeah, Matt Patricia. Uh at Will Brinson. Niners and the Packers. That yeah, was pretty good. Niners and the Packers, buddy. It's the one uh, point spread we know is locked in for divisional weekend. San Fran, 10, 50 and a half the total. The one piece of injury news we'll wait on during the week is Jair Alexander. Is he going to be good to go in this game? Short weed for Green Bay. Niners coming off a bye and double bye for a lot of their key players who didn't play in week 18 against the LA Rams. Any early thoughts? Have you bet this game? Do you think you're going to San Francisco against Jordan Love and the Packers? Yeah, I see it down to nine and a half in, in a couple spots too. I think, which is interesting that the that the action is going that way. Um, yeah, Kyle Shanahan's got a pretty good history against his former assistants. Could see certainly the the Niners coming out and like the Jair Alexander is huge. He matters. Hashtag matters, right? Everyone, no one's going to deny that. Uh, I do think he matters maybe more against a team like the Cowboys with the CD Lamb versus the Niners, where good luck on who exactly you're going to match up on with a number one corner in terms of, you know, do you put him on Brandon Ayuk, um, you know, and you can still run that way because Ayuk can run block against him. Or are you putting him on, um, you know, like is he going to chase Debo around? That seems unlikely. I, I tend to lean towards the Niners here, but I think, you know, Jordan, Jordan Love has been awesome. And I mean, God, like we're, I mean, we're all sports fans. You know, I mean, I've got this, like this, since uh, he stayed helmet back here, like, you know, Sure, my greatest football moment is the 2002 Gator Bowl. 
Packers, meanwhile, they've got 400 <laughs> years consecutive of of like of franchise quarterbacks rolling. I mean, just unbelievable. Like the, I hope I hope that Packers fans know how spoiled they are, and also that they're prepared to have Jordan Love be great for like 15 years and still just win just one Super Bowl. Nick can I ask you about a game next. What what happened in the 2002 Gator Bowl? They beat, they beat uh, Notre beat, Dame, right? Yeah, it's a great call. Yeah, good call. We beat Notre Dame. Um, truly, the high. It's it was just a last season. It's just, it's just you know, like I'm just saying, Packers fans just like, oh well, can't believe this clown's replacing Rod. Oh wait, oh he's great, he's amazing. Oh that's cool. He goes on the road and wins playoff games. Neato. What I stumbled into this one. I don't know that they deserve it. Like Karen, Karen in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, a, a Packers owner. I don't know that she deserves this you know, 50th straight year of great quarterbacking. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's a 2002. Not a gambling-related hot take, just a hot take. No, well, it, yeah, you said that, and I was just like, I, like we're all supposed to just get with the 2002. Yeah, you know, the Gator Bowl in 02. Ought, ought to. What, uh, That's what I'm saying. Thing. It's a very, very yeah. low level of success to be proud of. Yeah. Like the pack for the pack, for a Packers fan, the 2002 Gator Gator Bowl will be like 78th or something on their list of you know accomplishments or whatever. Just not, not even correct, it's not yeah. 50. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. A long, long, long list, long list of accomplishments. What? Uh, so okay, that that was Niners Packers a, a couple questions ago. Looks like we'll have another big favorite. Like let's Bills are already up seven nothing. We will talk about the game probably next segment. Let's assume they advance. That means the Texans have to go to Baltimore. That means you're going to get a side in total market. Maybe the total will be a lot less, but a side much like the the Niners and the Packers team with a week off. Raven against a team that maybe we still have a lot of questions about that wasn't great in the regular season they were just pretty good look aheads are a little less than 10 eight and a half nine nine and a half but kind of the same discussion will could you see stroud and the texans keeping it close uh, against baltimore next week man i tell you what ken i mean it's, it is hard to like figure out what to do with cj stroud isn't it because he's and jordan love too to his credit you know sort of shattering all the norms that we have for these these players in their first playoff game. I mean, both guys look just incredible. Maybe that's the theme for, um, although I see Mason Rudolph not, not coming at the same level. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like these guys are not supposed to have the success in their first playoff game, particularly, you know, when you talk about, uh, you know, going against Jim Schwartz and the number one ranked defense. He, granted, they were, haven't been as good on the road, the, the Browns, but a veteran defensive coordinator with playoff experience. And then Dan Quinn, a veteran defensive coordinator with playoff experience. It's really remarkable how well they've played. Having so, so like, I want to say, I like the Niners, I like the Ravens. I think you can lay the points and they could end up blowing these teams out and we get, um, you know, a, a surprising you know, to divisional round performance, like a, a disappointing divisional round performance in that regard. But then, I mean, you think about what these two teams did, they just slaughtered their wildcard competition. I mean, slaughtered the, the Browns and slaughtered the Cowboys. So I'm hesitant. Like, I, I just think, I think under normal circumstances, it would be a no brainer. You lay the points. Those quarterbacks have scared me a little bit, but I think I would probably want the favorites here with the rest, getting the game plan, for a, you know, you, you you do your game plan. The, you know, you're, you're double game planning the first week, and then you can hone in the second week. But I mean, like they're going to have a ton of tendencies on these young quarterbacks. I think that's a pretty big advantage in the playoffs. Assuming Buffalo beats Pittsburgh and Mason Rudolph just threw a third down pass like 90 yards out of bounds, and Buffalo's already up seven <laughs> nothing, um, and like Josh Allen's healthy in the game, whatever. Uh, and Buffalo, let's call it in between two and a half and three at home against the Chiefs. How do you think you'd bet that game next weekend? Uh, I would back the Bills. I think um, Kansas City showed me something for sure with the performance against the Dolphins. But, I mean, Miami, 
you know, even as banged up as Buffalo is on defense, their injuries at least came earlier in the season. They've had a chance to sort of adjust, and Sean McDermott's done a good job figuring out on the fly. They took down Kansas City recently, obviously. Um, you know, Miami Miami suffered these injuries over the last, like, couple of weeks where, you know, Phillips was hurt early on, the, the Jalen Phillips, but then Bradley Chubb late in the year. Van Ginkle has to lead the game late in the, late in the year. Um, and... You know, when you look at sort of that matchup, I think Buffalo can just do enough damage with the way Josh Allen's going to activate his legs. I, he might not do it as much today if they get this lead. And they just sort of sit on it and run James Cook. But I think we'll see a ton of running from Josh Allen. And Ten seconds. Great game, shootout, but I'll lay the points of the Bills. All right, so we'll lay on Will, Will and the Bills All next the week against Kansas City. Oh, All Bill the things, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we call them that sometime. I won't say the reason why. Uh, we appreciate it, buddy. Check out the Pick 6 <laughs> podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Will Brinson. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Later, buddy. Okay, bye. Uh, hour number three of the show coming up next. Uh, Drew Dinsick, the whale capper, will stop by. But we will begin. Uh, we'll talk some Bills and Steelers and uh, the rest of the potential matchups divisional weekends in the NFL.